You are listening to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. Thank you for joining today's podcast. My desire is for each episode to speak to your heart while answering each and every one of your prayers in the most extraordinary way. In an article by Jim Lucas, he speaks of Sir Isaac Newton as one of the most influential scientists of our time. His ideas became the basis for what we now know as modern physics. He is best known for his work in studying gravity and the motion of planets. Newton's first law of motion suggests a body at rest will remain at rest and a body in motion will remain in motion unless it's acted upon by an external force. This simply means that things cannot start or stop or change direction all by themselves. It takes some force acting on them from the outside to cause such a change. Now think of something or someone lost adrift without a purpose or destination, merely existing rather than living. Unless something God acts upon them or intercedes in their situation, they can either move or change course. We either remain motionless, helpless, or spiral out of control in the wrong direction, aimless. We routinely hear of castaways, people lost on the desert isle, without any hope of rescue. As a last ditch effort, They are co-signed to placing a wearily written message into a bottle and casting it adrift upon the sea, hoping the currents and the waves and the torrent of winds allows it to arrive in an expedient place. Some inevitably find the ocean depths, while others, many years or even decades later, find their way into inquisitive hands. However, far too late to matter to those indeed. 2 Samuel chapter 22 verses 5 through 7 reveal this. The waves of death swirled about me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. From his temple he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Many of us at one point or another find ourselves there, 100% physically present, but our souls are tossed in darkness and disquieted and lonely places cast upon the waters thousands of miles from nowhere. Today's podcast is titled Adrift and aimless. As we go to the book of Psalm and we look at chapter 61, verse 1, it says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. Have you ever felt lost, adrift without a direction or purpose? Absent of an intended destination, one in which we can see the struggles of the past, 
and graciously acknowledge our present place. We purpose to plot a long and evident path, but circumstances lead us to make decisions which change our course or our given destiny. Some, I suppose, are fortunate enough to have a safety net, while a multitude of others unceremoniously fall until they have been dashed into irreparable pieces. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 25 tells us, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. We likewise can find ourselves adrift in so many ways for so many reasons. What is it that leads and guides us that gives our lives meaning and purpose, which affixes itself to our chosen destiny? not one of our own creation born out of vanity, but that which is appointed only by God. While I will not debate the merits of a purposeful life, I can only speak directly to how my own life was adrift until I was admonished to yield. And I say admonished because I did not have a choice and give God the controls, dominion over my life, it does not imply that life was not good from an earthly perspective or that I did not achieve certain successes common to humanity. However, my soul was drowning, malnourished, starving for a relationship with him that called me from a place of affliction, a weary land in which I aimlessly and tirelessly walked. Micah chapter 6 and verse 8 reveals he has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. Have you ever felt as if everything is right, simply perfect, but something is wrong? Working hard, achieving successes, promotions, advancing careers, earning degrees, masters and PhDs, amassing wealth, lacking no material possession, and yet inside there rests an emptiness, a restlessness of sorts that would not disquiet our soul. For while the outer person prospers, the inner part of our humanity, our soul yearns in anguish, crying out for something far greater, asking inwardly, is this all? Whereas we can rest upon our successes and accomplishments, but our soul will not allow us to find such comfort because it is aware of its eternal significance. Our lives, our souls are constantly tossed upon the flood and waves, dashed against the jaggedness of the rocks, descended to the depths repeatedly cast adrift until we wholly, not partially, relinquish control and allow God to be the captain of our soul. The center of our life, the focal point in which we are no longer aimlessly adrift, but deliberately led to a place in which we can hear what God has to say to us and receive that which he has eternally promised and finally a quiet place for our weary souls. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 5 and 8 tell us, 
This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in a wasteland. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Many listening may wonder what a surrendered life looks like. And I would like to optimistically say, look at me. But I would be merely disappointing as you would begin to immediately witness the noticeable chinks in my armor, representing a life that is far from perfect. Therefore, as a sailor looks upon and navigates by the North Star, I would in turn point towards Jesus as the perfecter of our faith. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 tells us, looking into Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. No matter where we are, no matter our condition or circumstance, he is able to both hear and answer. There is no greater example. For anyone listening today, to be adrift and overwhelmed by the waves does not mean forever. He alone is able to deliver, and when we've sunk into the deepest depths, he is able to find us there as well, right where we are. In the book of Psalm, chapter 139, verses 1 through 7, it tells us once again, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before you, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Like Newton's law, we can do nothing unless something acts upon us and causes us to move either from a stationary place or an improbable direction. Nevertheless, I qualify that by saying the only direction for us to travel is towards God. For anyone that feels adrift or weary today, I ask that you pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I come before you as a humble servant. And despite the things that fill my life, I am empty, cast adrift, and tossed to and fro as my soul cries out to you. I ask that you have mercy upon me and hear my cry. For if you pass me by, I will not make it, and my soul will be forever lost. 
Stretch forth thine hand towards me that I may know you are forever present. And yet, Lord, I patiently wait upon you. You alone are my refuge, my deliverer, in whom I trust. Thank you for your loving kindness towards me, and may I abide forever in thy presence. May I reach out to those that are the same, that they may see you reflected in me. May I walk as you walk. May I speak as you spoke. May my heart be yielded towards the needs of others. May I offer myself as a living testimony. We ask these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening. As Perspectives pursues its outreach to those in need, I humbly ask for your continued prayers. If you enjoyed what you have heard, please subscribe using the Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you are listening to me via Anchor, please leave a message by clicking on the message button and start recording when the button turns red and follow the corresponding instructions. I would love to hear from you. You can also send me an email directly to howarddc42 at yahoo.com or text to the number from which you receive the podcast. God bless each and every one of you and may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with you until we meet again.